You're listening to Sabbat Shalom with Brother Doug on Open Minds Radio. To follow Doug on Instagram, at d.is4doug, that's the number four. To follow Mark, at tincan.telephone. To follow the Sabbat Shalom netcast page, at sabbat.shalom. To follow Open Minds Radio, at Open Minds Radio. And be sure to check out Open Minds Radio online at www.openmindsradio.com. Now stay tuned for Sabbat Shalom with Brother Doug. Enjoy! We've been talking a lot. I don't know that necessarily when we started this we were... We meant to just kind of start going back and hashing out the past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of turned into that. And so instead of talking a lot about our personal history today, mm-hmm. I want to talk about something bigger. Okay. What do you think? Now, you are a, a history major, correct? Or that was your major in college? Yeah. Was history. And then you taught history mm-hmm. and social studies and things of that nature yeah yeah mainly geography but but uh had a few years where i taught history but you're but you're hit but you're a big history buff yeah i mean i i it always makes me nervous when people go down that road because it's history and academics are one of those things you use it or lose it you know what i mean and uh what do you mean by that i don't know what you mean um so when you're teaching you're you're embedded in that stuff all the time and you can remember things really well because you're constantly involved in it but the longer time goes without really um like thinking about it the harder it is to remember things and so the longer i'm out of the classroom the the more i just like I have a general understanding more than like a specific, specific. understanding. So yeah. Well, so okay. like, so I don't feel like I'm a history buff anymore because I don't stay current on things. Does that make sense? You don't stay current on the past. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It sounds weird, but it's true. Like you, if you don't, if you don't keep reading about it or you, you just forget stuff all the time. Well, don't worry. Yeah. I'm not going to try to trap you into coming up with dates. <laughs> don't quiz me. <laughs> My, what I really, what I, but I just start was thinking the other day, is yeah. what do you think? How do you, what do you think would happen if suddenly history was erased, and we started fresh right now? Like everybody would still have like their own personal histories, and you would still mm-hmm. be the the person that you were, but like all mm-hmm. world history would be erased. And of oh, course, man. of course, we would be shaped like if if it were to just happen t- today. Histories, yeah. histories erased. We would, of course, be who we are because we're shaped by history. Uh-huh. But we would also kind of be forced to start writing a new history instead yeah, of like adhering to this old. Have you heard? There's this. There's this theory that that like some big. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not really familiar with it, but this big catastrophic event happened and kind of wiped out civilization. Yeah. And all history has kind of just been faked. It's, yeah. you know, it's been written like it didn't really happen anyway it's all kind of been mm-hmm. written to manipulate yeah but so what do you think like what do you think like I know it's just kind of coming out you out of nowhere so it might take a minute to process but like if if all world history was just done yeah w- w- what do you think 
Oh, I have a, I have a few thoughts on that. Um, and I, I think things would be different. Um, I, where, I, where I'm getting caught in my, my thought processes is if everything is as is it is today, like, like say, say tomorrow we wake up and all of the history is gone, but the same people are in power. I don't know if a, if a ton changes because history, like when you, like when you study history, one of the critiques about works of history is it's told by those in power. You know, the, the people in power tell the history and then it shapes people's understanding of the world and so on. Um, and I think that's changing, um, with, with more and more avenues for people who are not empowered to tell their stories. Um, but that's the dynamic I keep on getting hung up on is, is, uh, you, you know, people often use history to, to justify their position. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a hard one. I just, I Why? just, I just kind of was thinking, I was just kind of thinking like, like we just get, we're, we're kind of bound mm-hmm. by like these things that like that. I don't know, like even even take the the US Constitution. Yeah. That's this thing that was written by these people what 250 years ago. People mm-hmm. none of us have met but we're and and people who have no concept of the current world. Right. Yet we bind ourselves to this document that was written yeah. All, all these years ago and still and will continue to do so and and like just laws that are created that are kind of just based on on history and and also you know just just prejudices people have toward each other you know mm-hmm. like when I'm, there are people that will be would, would would say something like yeah we had to save the french you know from yeah, yeah, from yeah. in world war 2 we saved those Fr- the french but it wasn't us those are grandparents, right. you know, right. and but we still kind of take pride in this thing that somebody else did. Yeah. And I just thought, like, what would happen if, like, we could erase that and start taking, like, because nobody's really doing anything new. We're all just kind of on on repeat. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because you you, you put it that way, and I think, okay, so there's a lot there's a lot that we do based on precedent, you know, like. Um, this is this is just how it's been done, and if you erase all that, and people have to make the decision based on the facts of now, um, then then yeah, I think a lot of things would change. You know, because <clears throat> I mean, there's one school of thought when it comes to like say constitution law that people uh, want to know the founders' intent, and to me that always kind of seems, you know, I mean, people have their different reasons for why they feel the way they do, but to me, that always seems a little silly just because, like you're saying, it was, I mean, they were around hundreds of years ago. And so um, whatever their intent was then may not be completely relevant now. Um, 
And so I think, um, I, I think if you did away with precedent and, and understanding of precedent, then yeah, a whole lot would change because I think even in, in my job, for example, I, I, people come to me if they have a question and one of my common questions was, well, what did you do before? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, right. because it's like, I don't know. Do I have to think about this? Just do what you did before. Right. Why, and re- so, why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but if you don't have any recollection of that, I, I think a huge portion of what we do is just because that's what we've always done, you know? Right. Right. And I, I just, I saw this, this uh, commercial for a, a movie that's coming out where like the whole world has forgotten the Beatles except this one person yes, yeah. you know, yeah. and, uh-huh. and they're going crazy over because he's just singing Beatles songs. Yeah. And I just thought like, what if all of world history just vanished from people's brains? Yeah. And we, we could like, I don't know, like maybe what, maybe there would be a more, we, you know, the, it would set the stage more for revolution because like we would be sitting here like, why are we allowing ourselves to be oppressed by these, this government? You well, know, that's if, a good... if it, there's not a, a, history of it see but here's here's the question for you is like you know people say the arc of history is i can't remember how it is. <laughs> it's like long and just it's arc towards justice or whatever and the question is if people couldn't remember the past like would we would we arc towards being more ethical or less ethical right i don't know, you know what i mean i don't know especially if you're we're shaped i mean we're 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 sh- we're shaped by those pre- by precedent, yeah. You know, so if all of a sudden precedent was gone and you had no memory of it, you would still probably tend to continue that cycle. But maybe after a generation or two, it would, you know, something completely mm-hmm. new would start. Like who who who? Just because like democracy is the the best form of you know quote unquote best form of government that we've come up with, does that mean it always will be? Right. If we're, or we yeah. never like there's there's no looking out of it you know, you know what I mean like like there's mm-hmm. no like there, there are people that are so resistant to resistant to change mm-hmm. that it's like why because like this and, and you know this, it, it's what it's turned into isn't what the forefathers yeah wanted it to be anyway I mean it's more of a capitalist society in America anyway but yeah than a democracy. I don't know, man. Yeah. I just was just, I just thought maybe we could start it a little deeper than we did. A little more to. current. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, just the, the, the reality is, is our, our interpretation of the past definitely shapes today. And man, I have no idea where that goes. Um, without a, I think that's the big question to me is like, but it's like you were saying earlier, it's not really our interpretation anymore. It's like if, if a kid's in a public edu- public education system, they're learning someone else's interpretation of yeah. the past. Yeah. Or even like, um, like your own country's perspective on that. You right. Know, Let's say you live in North Korea. Yeah, you're getting a completely slanted yeah. history of what's, you know, what happened. Have right. you ever have you ever read like um, North Korean news? 
Uh-uh. I used to work with this guy that used to just send me headlines from like this North Korean news feed. Mm-hmm. And it's just so our beloved emperor, you know, the way they talk about it, this about yeah. about him like they're holy men. It's funny, and, and yeah, just, like people they're they're they they they're just I don't know if people are buying it or if they're just naive because that's what's always been presented, right? Well, I think there's a lot to only getting one side of a of a story. I think I think that has huge power, huge impact. Um, I think we see it with religion all the time. Um, you know, for how long, if you can kind of get one perspective, how long that, um, can have an impact on somebody's life and how resistant people are to even opposition to that. Um, because it like disrupts, disrupts, um, like what we believe and what we, how we view the world. And I, I think, I think people are incredibly resistant to um, things that challenge the status quo. I think that's true all over the place. Um, and so I think it's, I, I wouldn't doubt that it's the same with just general information of how the world operates. Do you think that's part of the human condition or do you think that's conditioning that people crave the status quo? I, you know, my gut tells me it's part of the human condition. Just because you see it in so many places, I do. Well, I think I think it depends on the context. I do think institutions themselves have an implicit implicit um, incentive to protect themselves, and so I think they're naturally going to, um, I think, kind of gear people toward that. Um, so, for example, a religion, a religion that maybe has some some things that it doesn't want its members to find out about, it, it really has very little incentive to notify them of those things, you know? Um, and so, and so I think sometimes it is conditioning, but I also think, but I think it's conditioning on a natural human response. I mean, it's just like, it's like one of the, you talk about the stages of, of development <clears throat> where um, as kids grow up, they're often, surprised by it's like it's it's almost revelatory of like how much um kids realize like that their parents suck (laughs) (laughs) like you look look up to them so long and then all of a sudden you're like oh man you know it's it's not until years later you're like oh well right unless unless you don't have parents to look up to and then you're generally a little bit more of a free thinker and also you're and that's usually somebody that's kind of labeled as an outcast Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they don't behave in those same fallen line. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just weird, man. It's just just trying to make sense of this life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, and it kind of goes back to what I, we talked about a little bit last time, and what you were saying in. Oh, I was a couple weeks ago. I was mowing the lawn, and yeah. I think it was a streaming consciousness episode um, where you were talking about um, you were talking about something with tarot and how you were looking at cards from maybe a different a different light. Maybe you know there's one intention, one one meaning, um, but sometimes you gotta maybe look at that from a different perspective because often we create these labels 
and we associate things with these labels um, and maybe there's more to it than what we've kind of already associated to it. Um, and that's something I've been thinking about a lot actually the last couple of weeks is um, like how sometimes looking at something from a different perspective can really, I don't know, really open it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 here's the thing about tarot is the community, the tarot community is about 90% woo-woo magic, you know what I mean? Not, I don't know uh-huh. if there, but, and then there's a few people, like I always kind of approached it as, there's really nothing to these cards other than the pictures, you know, or you know what I mean? It's their cardboard, yeah. but it is yeah. they are. But if you can like look at that thing and say, okay, how can I relate what's happening in this piece of cardboard to what's going on, and not turn away from it, you know, like embrace that, like look at something from a different point of view. But that's the same yeah. thing. That's changing. Yeah. That's that's looking at something from a historically different perspective. Yeah. Well, what was you know, it's interesting about that. What that reminds me of is in, you know, my, I mean, my, my experience is, is Mormonism and, and, uh, I don't want to sit and go down the, the million rabbit holes there, but what it reminds me of in, in Mormon cultures is a little bit of the sense of a, of a patriarchal blessing, you know, right. Where, um, in, in Mormonism, you have this patriarch, a, a guy in the community who's seen as having uh, this ability to like kind of speak and give a, a blessing about I don't know strengths and what people can kind of expect. It's not it's not like telling a fortune, but in culture it's kind of taken that way. It, like they, yeah, they print it out and they, it is. yeah, yeah. You you view it as yeah. You're right. You print it off and you you kind of try to interpret what's this mean for me in my future. What kind of I mean, in some ways, it is kind of like fortune telling, you know, in a in a weird way. And it's worded it's worded in ways too that aren't necessarily direct. Where, where I know, at the time, I don't I don't know what it is now, but at the time that I should have received, I didn't get a patriarchal patriarch. I can't even say it. Blessing patriarchal. Yeah, yeah. I was a bad guy, <laughs> a disappointment. <laughs> but, <laughs> um. But the people, the friends around me who were getting him, and I don't know what yours says, but I know our other brothers says he will witness the second coming of Christ. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big thing at that time. You know, how old are you when you get that? Like sixteen? Yeah, rough high school high around. And so, like, so like that's where like this would so this would have been you know late eighties where all these kids were getting these readings saying you're going to be there for the. You're, you will witness it, and like, what does that mean, though, exactly? Because that doesn't necessarily mean you'll be a lot. You know what I mean? It's like you'll right, witness yeah. it. Like, maybe you'll be riding a horse. Yeah, <laughs> With, yeah, you exactly. know, across, you know, like, yeah. or, or or seeing it from the grave, or 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 maybe you, you will witness. We, you know, they will witness it, but it doesn't mean that the second coming of Christ is what they think it's going to be. Yeah, you know. Uh huh. So it was left open enough that it could be, it can mean so many things, right? Right. Right. And and but it often tells these things of the, of the future. But what it, what it reminds me of, kind of just like looking at things from a different angle. So when when Mormons get their patriarchal blessing, they're um, kind of given a house of of Israel, right? Which which uh, it's the twelve tribes of Israel, right? 
you know, which one are you? And, and most Mormons in, in North America are from the tribe of Ephraim. Uh, and it's been so long since I've looked at the stuff, I can't even remember all the details. But, like, there's certain, I don't know, callings and expectations and yada yada if you're from the tribe of Ephraim. And um, mine, when I got mine, said I was from the tribe of Dan. And so it was this, I remember it was a big deal at the time feeling like, wow, this is this is very unusual because I know nobody who's not from Ephraim, right? And... Um, and that was something that I felt. Uh, well, how can you be in a in a part of a family where a brother is from Ephraim and you're from Dan? Is like how does that work? Well, that's the big question. And our sister is from Simeon, right? And so, who knows? <laughs> that's the that's the real answer. I don't know. And I've heard. I've heard that like you can be adopted into a tribe or really it's symbolic or who knows? I have no idea. And, um, and that was one of my questions, but I remember, uh, um, looking into it and there, the, 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 I don't know the right word, the, the rumors, not really the word I'm looking at, but like the legend has it that the antichrist comes from the tribe of Dan. And, I remember I was it's going you, through this. I had about exactly my point. <laughs> I was going through this crisis of faith, and we bought this house. I told you that in the very first episode, I bought this house that was six 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 is our address. And um, I'm going through this crisis of faith. Like at first, when I was going through, I was like, "Is that me? <laughs> like, am I? Is it me? And what are the odds that this guy from Dan bought the six 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 house?" And uh, Anyway, I was going through this whole thing, and I remember listening to this podcast. At the time, I was listening to all these Mormon podcasts, and there was one who did this episode on patriarchal blessings, and I communicated with him through uh, through Facebook. And just kind of joked around about, because he had asked, he's like, if any of you are from weird tribes, you know, message me, DM me. And so I just kind of told that as a joke of, yeah, so I'm from Dan. Allegedly, that's where the Antichrist comes from, and my address is 666 said it as a joke and kind of expecting him to say some kind of spooky joke back but he responded with how neat is that for you to look at that role in your life and it was like what <laughs> it's like this wait, what and and like i get what he meant and he didn't mean it to be like yeah think about how to be satanic and you know all that stuff what he was saying was like the antichrist challenged the paradigm of christ like, what, how neat is that for you to think of this role of challenging your existing belief paradigms? It's kind of like what he was saying. He had more words about that, right? right? And But I thought, damn, that's really actually pretty insightful stuff. And um, so I don't know. I haven't had too many chances to challenge my own paradigms. Um, but uh, outside of religion, I challenged that one pretty, pretty dramatically. But... Um, I don't know. I still think that it's pretty. I just, I just think it's valuable to be reflective, regardless of whether it's like challenging our paradigms of our political beliefs, even our historical um, perceptions, um, or or interpretations of of historical events. I, I don't know. I think it's valuable to challenge those paradigms or challenge our even our labels. You know. Right. Right. And probably, I think anything that's been written down on paper. Or now, now published digitally, 
in any any kind of history that's been taken is you just have to t take all of it with a grain of salt because it's all going to be through that uh, the singular perspective of the person who wrote it yeah and their interpretation it, and how the, who was paying them to write it yeah and and their motivations and that and it's hard for me cuz like on one hand i think there's a lot of value in that though the on the other hand as i go down that road it's hard for me to not be like nihilistic of like what even matters you know what i mean like what if there's nothing not, matters if there's not, if there, that's, that's the that's beauty the that's the beauty that's, when and, nothing and matters and you still can be a moral person <laughs> you know that's a beautiful yeah. thing yeah well that's a you know i mean that's a good way to challenge that paradigm you know because sometimes it's sometimes i can feel defeated in that in the sense of like I really i know nothing and at the end of the day, it probably doesn't even really matter. <laughs> right. It's just like, right. oh, whatever. I was thinking and this the other day. I don't know why it popped into my head. I was at work, out working in the yard, and we have um, a cousin who I remember, you know, having a, a conversation with saying saying that, like, she didn't, wouldn't know, like, like how would you, you would feel so alone, just, don't, wouldn't you, I would just feel so alone if it wasn't, if I didn't believe in God, and, and yeah. how, how, like, at the end of the life, when you're, like, like dying, like, is so comforting, believing that there's a God, and, and it's like, does God exist, are you making, are you believing in God for your own comfort, <laughs> you know, like, I just, like, yeah, just popped yeah. into my head, like, 10 years after the conversation, it was like, yeah, it was like, your 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 belief in God is because it makes it easier to live, you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think you know, and and there's like different scales to that too. Because I think my personal feeling is that being kind and good to somebody, I think that's intuitive. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, um, if I am genuinely, if I have hurt somebody else, like I feel bad. And that's not because of any belief in a higher power or not. You know, that's just, that's just, uh, I think part of being human, you know? I don't know. Um, I think, I think that's an exception, Doug. I think, <laughs> I don't think the majority of people give a shit who they hurt. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, and, and I guess it, there's all levels of scale because I'm sure there's all sorts of things that, you know, that, um, that I personally do that hurt others that don't even register, you know, right. I mean, it's it's hard to say where it is, but um, right. We all have different levels of uh, guilt and things yeah. like like you'll do something to somebody. And it's like oh come on. Like you cut someone off in traffic and it's like get over it until someone yeah. cuts you off in traffic. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden, yeah, jerk. totally, totally. <laughs> well, I had you know something this weekend is um, uh, we had a it was a twenty twenty year reunion and I didn't go to it. But uh, I waffled back and forth on this whole thing, and people have been have been posting like on. So there's a Facebook group created, and people have been. And I don't I don't post anything on Facebook. I get on there just to to look and see what's going on, and that's about it, right? Lurker. Yeah, total lurker. <laughs> and um, and people have been posting like their, hey, here's my 20 year update. Here's what's going on in my life. And, um, it's kind of created this weird dynamic where, you know, and, and I went back and forth on, should I just post something? Should I just say where I'm at? Cause it's, it's this weird thing of like, where part of me wants to, to prove, Hey, look, 
things are all right and yada yada and especially since you know we talked on here before like how high school was uh i wasn't always the greatest student and so on and um and then there's um just a another part of me that's self-conscious about i mean i'm re- really at the end of the day i'm just this guy who um like i haven't left the camp i haven't moved out of the county that i've been in since i was four years old went to school close by uh, my wife and i we dated in high school but you know like i, I haven't like gone out and explored the world and you read these things and there are all these people um kind of touting this um all the awesome things in their lives right the highlights and um and we there as reading today a, a classmate got on there and said i sorry i wasn't able to make it wasn't able to to make it to the um reunion i don't want to be a bummer but i'm in the last stages of my fight with cancer and i just don't have the energy to go and basically like thanks to everybody for the lessons and yada yada and it just put this whole different spin on all of it of like i doesn't matter like not like none of what, what everybody else did like i don't doesn't matter i don't give a shit like it's at the end of the day like we're all we're all going to die and like, the people who are really close to me those are the people i communicate with and, you know and yeah. um i don't know it was this weird uh kind of like going back to this nihilistic um experience of but at the end of the day it's it's uh we just we just go yeah yeah i i had a similar thing with uh my 20 year reunion because i didn't go either and just kind of peeked in through the facebook group mm-hmm. back when i was on facebook i still actually have a facebook account but i have no friends zero friends <laughs> but i do the same thing i get on every yeah. i get on three times a year and just get yeah pissed off at just, yeah so just to remind myself that i i can't <laughs> get back to, be <laughs> just to remind myself that i still hate these people yeah, yeah. and and hate's a strong word i'm just i don't know yeah uh, but but I, I was looking at those pictures and i was thinking if, if it would have just been exactly like high school i would have been in this room with all these people <laughs> who i know their names and I yeah. probably would have just been sitting in the corner and nobody would have talked to me because nobody would even know who the hell I was. <laughs> and I'm just so glad I didn't go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because like every single one of those people were the people that I couldn't stand and I still can't stand. Yep. And the people, yeah. like like you said, the like people I wanted to keep in touch with, I've kept in touch with. And like mm-hmm. we put so much importance on this three, four year period of our lives yeah. when we're kids yeah. that stick with us forever. Yeah. It's so crazy. It is. It is. Yeah, like, and I like, had that, why, I had, like twenty years, a twenty-year reunion to go back to something you did three for, that you spent three, three years on <laughs> as a child. Like more than like more time has passed than the, the time that was in your life when you did those three things. You know what I mean? It's like, right. yeah, it's it's just I don't know, but this but that's that same thing. Like we maybe it's we maybe it is the human condition where we just kind of crave, you know, ten twenty years. You got to go back and remember where you came from or I don't know yeah I don't I don't know the point of the reunion you know I don't I don't I don't either outside of I mean I guess if people don't keep in contact and there's people they really want to see but but nowadays man it's so easy to keep in, in touch with people that yeah. Facebook was a reunion you know, yeah. like back yeah, when I first exactly. got on Facebook, it was like all these people from the past and you were able to look in and on all what all these people were doing. And like you say, now, now it's like you can look in on all of them anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I had that. I had that same feeling when I they, they posted pictures, and um, there was nobody there that I really like desperately wanted to communicate with, right? And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, I'm I just I'm just glad because I wouldn't I wouldn't have even known what to say to people, you know, right? Like, uh, and so and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's. I think I think those markers in life, um, I guess they're good reflection points. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Life's a weird thing. You know what trips me out? Hmm. Trees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ever continue? Just, just start looking at trees. I'll be, yeah. I'll be driving. I drive to work. The freeway on my way to work is insane. Cause I go in like at rush hour so I take this nice back way that goes through a little canyon road, you know, mm-hmm. it goes through a, a canyon, but it's like all avocado groves and orange groves. And, um, it takes me a little longer to get there, but at least I'm not sitting in traffic. Yeah. But there's so many trees and I'm just driving through these trees and they're just the weirdest things. They're yeah. like, they're these, these I look at them like, what the, what are these things? They're like, they're, they're living wood, you know, and they're, they're reaching up to the sky and they all have these different weird shapes and they're all fighting for sun. Yeah. And I just, every, I just look at them and I'm just like, what in the heck is this life? Yeah. <laughs> when I look at the trees, when I look at these trees, it's like, what are these things? Like, what is happening here? Yeah. And then you see birds fly by and you're like, what the, what are those? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> How is this happening? Yeah. Like, what is all this? Every once in a while, you can get into that space of, like, I I think that, see, to me, that's the stuff. People talk about being mindful. That's, like, that's what mindfulness is, is this almost like the sense of wonder of of where we are. I remember having that feeling as a kid. We were uh, sitting on the stairs with our our youngest sister. (laughs) I was probably nine years old. And um, I was talking to her, and I was like, isn't it weird that you are a completely different person than me? <laughs> right. And mom is this completely different person, and she's like, well, yeah, you're tripping me out, stop. And it's like this moment of like, just this kind of sense of wonder of like, what am I even doing here? Yeah, yeah. we're just these weird creatures walking around with arms and legs. Yeah. And some people have hair, and some people are balding, and yeah. some people are successful, and some people are smoking crack. You know, <laughs> it's like uh-huh. it's the same thing with trees. You got all these trees that are all every tree is a different shape, and they all are they all have little branches coming off at these weird things, and they've got leaves on them, and we not we cut them down and we build houses out of them. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like. So uh, here's my question for you. Does that moment, do you feel, here's, do you, did you feel like you were like big, like, like, wow, look at what we can do. Or did you feel like, man, we're small? No, I feel like we're living in a simulation. Okay. I feel like, I feel like maybe the moon is like the end of the program. (laughs) I'm not saying this is what it is, but now that you can bring it up, this is what was coming to my head at that moment. I was thinking, it was like. It's like it's like because like we can't really get past the moon. Yeah, you can send a satellite out there that takes pictures, but is it really or is it just the pro? Like 
they haven't developed you know it's 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 kind of like the Truman show you know where they have like a big yeah. glass dome but it's not it's digital and that's just the yeah. end of the program and it's like we can't go any farther than that yeah that's as far as you can get cuz that's the end of the program and so we're just here and almost like 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 you know like sims and it's just it's just a computer program playing out so it, it in a sense it felt created is what you're saying yeah 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 and maybe there is a creator i'm not you know i'm not when i when i knock god i'm not yeah knocking yeah. god i'm knocking right. like kind of like the religious idea of god you know that right the 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 humanoid version you know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't I, I don't think that god like put this recipe together but i don't know what the hell happened it's just it's just that's where that's where i, I kind of do feel i don't i don't want to say big or or small i just it's just like it's just like i don't know it's just like what is this yeah yeah and like like you say why you know like what's the yeah. point what's the point of any of this and then yeah. i start thinking okay so what happens when somebody dies are we just out or do we blink out of the the program it's just it's done and that kind of makes you start mm-hmm. feeling nervous and anxious and like, oh, man, I'm going to just be gone. But once you're just gone, you're not going to care that you're just gone. Yeah, you are no. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, are we our brains or is there more? Like, like without my brain, I don't have these thoughts. So, like, if my spirit leaves my body, how does my spirit have thoughts if I don't have yeah. a brain? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But nobody really knows how their brain works either. So maybe the brain's just the mechanism that translates the thoughts from the spirit into this human body so i don't know man it's a lot (laughs) it is a lot it is a lot i had the had the same thought or similar thought um i mean not to get graphic here but i was taking a leap last night actually and there was uh, like a little fruit fly (laughs) 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 it got caught up in the stream and thinking man just just that, just a in a blink, that fruit, that little tiny little fly, just got <laughs> done. It was done for. In a stream of talk tips. about tragic. <laughs> and, and it was over. That was its nine eleven. It was. It was, it was done. just done. It, it was, was just like, going about its work day. <laughs> so, <laughs> and at that point, that point, I just felt like it's. It goes back to that whole sense of scale. You know, when you look at, like, I was thinking, how long is this this little little fly live? Like, where was it in its lifespan? And, like, what was its sense of time? And just how in an instant, you know, it's just like if, you know, of a, of a, if a, like a landslide or a tsunami or something, like, we could just get washed away in a moment. And, right, without um, warning. Without warning. And it's like, uh, and you, you look at the, the sense of geologic time, and we are just this speck, this speck. And uh, so, yeah, I took a leak last night and felt, <laughs> felt small. <laughs> well, you should have felt big because you destroyed this little thing's life. <laughs> but yeah. but that goes back to that what we were just talking about with history, which, where it's mm-hmm. like it's like somebody's written these rules where we have been taught that these lesser quote unquote lesser beings don't have conscious thought you know basically just because we can't speak their language like we're actually the kind of the dumb ones that can't speak their language and just because we're we have the physical ability to be in power 
Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that a bird or a fruit fly doesn't have some sort of conscious thought. I mean, it's got a brain, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you? Have you when's the last time you saw a gorilla in real life? A gorilla? Yeah. Uh, it's been a couple of years at the wild animal park and the yeah. safari park in San Diego. Every time I go, I, if you ever look at a gorilla or any ape, really, it's just there's. It's just amazing to me, like what until you feel like you're you're staring at, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a relative. You know what I mean? Right. And I just think, I just think, um, you just think you just see it in there, and um, I think you know there's a lot of animals. You know, you watch these different connections that people have with their animals, and just because you can't communicate vocally, and there's there's still you're able to really connect with them in some way and just it just does it makes you wonder what what the experience is for other forms of life like i you know and they tell like i don't it's probably true but like it's, that's the brain that's how the brain is wired for the things maybe that's how they are able to ex- a dog is able to exist basically serving its master is because its brain is kind of forgets everything like you know it's almost like this beautiful. It's all, dogs are so happy because it's like every day is like a new day, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like they 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 get you can condition a dog. They they say this stuff. They say that it's all about conditioning, but like if a dog comes in contact with its owner after a year, the dog usually is pretty damn happy. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's losing its mind. And so I don't know. It's, does it realize why it's losing its mind, or is it just remembering that this is the person that? gave me some sort of reward whether it was love or companion you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't know i don't know well well there was a there's this something i think uh people should listen to if they ever get a chance there's this episode from a radio lab called loops and they tell the story of this lady who was in the hospital for some some reason and she had had her um her, her mind was kind of caught in this loop of just a few minutes and she's it, talking to her family, asks them a question, they answer it, they have this exchange, a minute or two passes, and she asks the question again, he answers it, they have this exchange, a minute or two passes, and this goes on, like, multiple, multiple, multiple times. And it, like, does beg the question of, like, is there free will? You know, like, right. <laughs> or, or is it just conditioning of the brain? To just it's here's a stimulus you respond this way, and um, yeah, yeah, it starts to mess with you. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, the last time I saw a gorilla, mm-hmm. it had this. There was a little baby gorilla. Yeah. It was like this perfect timing to actually be there while this baby was still a baby, and it was this little guy was bugging the shit out of the male. <laughs> <laughs> And he's sitting there all just stoic and cranky. He's trying to play, yeah. and the guy, the thing's just kind of pushing him away. And mm-hmm. then he would he would push him away, and he'd run off, and he'd go like curl up with his mom. Yeah. And then he'd come back to the male, and it's like it's it it's. I don't know. It's like it's it's crazy to think of, of of how, that you. I don't know. It's like there's just these different roles that male and female play. In, mm-hmm. in the animal kingdom that's not mm-hmm. you know socially conditioned right and I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that it was just 
an observation that yeah, it's just it so similar that that there is this natural this natural thing and that's it's evolution you know it's that that's right survival of the fittest basically like if, there's got to be somebody wired to nurture right yeah yeah lord of the flies it is and it, and it's also interesting like when when that wiring doesn't stick for certain people like how you know like so say for example you like if you look at humans and say you have a male who's incredibly nurturing and feels like a natural take on that role a lot of that is just a lot of what they're having to manage is is the societal expectation of that rather than right they're they're having to they're having to they're having to deal with the historical consequence of not being what's typical and like right and now we're in a like it's evolution's continually happening so Mm -hmm. as technologies i mean as technology's coming about and 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 times are changing it doesn't have mm-hmm. to always be those roles you know what i mean the, yeah. the roles are going to the roles are going to change and as long as yeah. we adhere to history that's where mm-hmm. like all the discomfort comes from that's where all the tension comes from and the anxiety is because we're just stuck with like the history says the male, the man does this and the woman does this and when you reverse it you're weird you know right right but why 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 as long as as long as the roles are being Represented, does it doesn't does it matter who's playing the part? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's a good question. I I, I propose the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know where I don't know if if any of this got if we answered anything or no, just uh, if this was just a circle, just taking a meander. <laughs> That's all right. It's okay to meander. This is the episode where people are listening and saying, what? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I tuned in for. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I wanted to hear some funny anecdotes. They're, they're not all home runs, man. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying you were. I was just, I was just, just joking around. Well, what about you, man? What Do you have anything that you, you've been uh, chewing on that you need to... No, Get out there into the really, world actually, before. The, the two things I was chewing on today were we we ended up circling around to anyway. We uh, we went on a walk today, you know, and so uh, we got there. Um, but yeah, um, I don't I don't have any any deep insights that you know that I'm dying to get off my chest. All right. Well, what about what about you? Hopefully, uh, by the next time we talk, you have some deep insights burning yeah, you know, your chest. You know what? Um, going on a vacation for a good week and a half, and a lot of times that just downtime, just uh, just what the doctor ordered. So we'll see how things go. Right on, right on. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of downtime. In fact, I've been putting out uh, about five podcasts a week. So. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm running out of things, Doug. Running out of things to talk about. I don't con- contact hard. <laughs> but I feel the calling, so yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here. Well, I guess we'll talk soon. I have a great vacation. Yeah, I will. And, uh, and uh, we'll be in touch. Think of some things. I will. 
All right, take care. Okay. You have no father. Your mother's gone. You have no father. Yes, my father's gone. What about your brother, your sister, to see you through? We all need a brother, a sister, to see us through. We'll be alright. It will be alright. I will be your brother for the night.